Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring down the four game Call of Duty main set on Friday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports, slates, esports, including Call of Duty League Legends and uh, CSGO. Also, I, I just wanted to say again, thank you for all support. We are now at 3.5 thousand subscribers. If you enjoy all this free content, um, if you leave a like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell. Those things do really help me out to continue to grow my YouTube channel. If you're listening to this Apple Podcast, a five-star rating and review would be greatly appreciated there. It's just the DKDFS show. The link is in the description below. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So really excited to talk about some Call of Duty. We've got back-to-back -back weekends of COD, which is always great. Uh, if you're tilting PGA DFS like me currently, because it's Xander Shoffley, uh, then you're someone that's probably excited to, to look at something new here. So yeah, um, really uh, excited to get back to some Call of Duty. So let me go ahead and switch over now to the spreadsheet I made for you guys. Uh, should be good now. Um, oh, I, might, I actually have to move my screen over to the right. Hold on. There we go. All right, that should be good now. Let me just confirm that. All right, looks pretty good. Okay, so um, if you guys are new to Call of Duty DFS as an eSport, right, this is your first time, how it works is they're best of five series, uh, and there's a, a rotation every time. It goes, uh, there's three game modes played. So it's hard point, search and destroy, domination, hard point, and then search and destroy. Um, the games that players score the most are are hard point and domination. Um, and the key thing is that the, this makes it a little bit different than other esports is there's no round sweep bonus or maps not played bonus. So if a team wins 3-0, that's not good because you miss out on two games and most importantly, that second hard point or that fourth game in the rotation. So uh, it's really key to, to try and avoid uh, 3-0s. Uh, now, if you look at the odds in this slate, there are definitely some games that look potentially could go 3-0, right? You have Dallas minus 700 favorites. Um, you have London are minus 300 favorites. New York minus 500. And Florida minus 360, which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. I think they should be higher, to be honest. OptiGaming bringing in two subs. Uh, yeah, so really, I mean, I think there's worry for every single game, a potential 3-0 sweep. So personally, how am I going to attack it? I'm just not going to worry about it. If I play a player that, that is in a game at 3-0s, then that's unfortunate. But when all the games have a, a chance to to, uh, to blow out, I'm not going to really put too much focus on that, right? So I'm just going to play the players that I think are the best players. If, if that game goes 3-0, that's unfortunate for me. But that's personally how I'm going to attack it. Now, again, if, if you wanted to, to maybe play a slightly safer route, you could target the games that are projected to stay the closest right so right now that london seattle game would have projected to stay the closest game but again really i think you can make an argument for any game that, that could blow out here so or go 3-0 um and like i said the hard point of the domination games are the ones that are key so it's always important to get at least that that fourth map or that second hard point as long as you get that you're in pretty good shape the last game s and d our games is a game that players don't score a lot of fancy points and maybe 10 to 15 points at most so it's really not that important. Um, but yeah, so let's go over some of the stuff I include here in my spreadsheet. So obviously you got the team. 
the salary on DraftKings, the Vegas odds, which I, I talked about already, the overall KD. So this is what I want to focus on a lot, overall KD. Uh, for scoring on DraftKings, is two points for a kill, one point minus one for a death. So really, the, the KD is what you want to focus on the most. I included the overall deaths and overall kills, too. Um, just so you can kind of see who is, you know, more of a, I guess, aggressive player, right, who, who's in more gunfights compared to other teammates. Now, again, this can be a little bit skewed because players, some players are newer, right, they haven't played the whole season, but wanted to include that data in there. I included the average hill time, which is the hard point hill. Um, not a whole, like, you don't really want to put a lot of focus on this, but you do get one uh or 0.1 points for every second you're in there. So on average, players will get about five points a game. Again, that's not a whole lot in the, the grand scheme of things. Plants per game uh, for search and destroy, it is plus three. So you can kind of see, uh, you know, teams who the bomb carriers are, right? So a guy like Zed averaging 1.14 plants per game. Um, normally teams will have their designated bomb carrier. So that is a slight boost, right? A guy like Shotsies, who's kind of the do-it-all guy. Averages two plants a game. That's an extra six points. Um, you know, that's pretty good. Again, 0, 1.43. Mac Meltz, you can see. For some reason, normally, uh, I would say the the more OBJ players, not the best pl or, or not the best players, are the bomb planners. But it's kind of a little bit different here with New York, right? And Dallas. Mac Meltz and Chatsy are their two bomb carriers. Again, you can see Saints is the bomb carrier here. So included that data in there. Um, caps per domination, I believe it's one point for cap per cap. So again, about average five points there, not a whole lot. And then I included the last column here, the recent KD and the most recent tournament played. So I wanted to include that to kind of give you an idea of who's in good form right now. So if we look at it, right, a guy like Wuskin played really well last tournament, 1.29 KD. A guy like Octane, but he's always, you know, up there in kills. Right, the whole New York team played really well because they won the tournament. Uh, but Mac, especially again, 1.22 uh, KD last tournament. Um, kind of surprising, but Blast had a good tournament there, 1.17. Uh, and then you can see the whole Optic Gaming team was terrible. They were all awful. Dashi and Chino especially are bad. But uh, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, again, Optic Gaming are subbing out Dashi and Chino. They have not included Hollow or Draza in, in the player pool yet. So be careful. Do not play Dashi or Chino. They are not playing uh, this weekend. So I'm interested to see when DraftKings, or even if they will include prices there for Hollow and Draza. Um, I, I do want to mention, you know, substitute players this season have been pretty good. Uh, Mac Meltz was a sub. He's arguably the best player right now in Call of Duty. Awakening was a sub. Again, arguably, I mean, top five player right now in Call of Duty. So, uh, if they're at really cheap price points, Hollow and Draza, again, I don't know anything about them. They've been playing in the amateur league. Uh, but I don't think you, you rule those guys out, right? Especially if they're really cheap. I, I wouldn't hate taking a shot there. Um, and then, obviously, you know, a guy like Skies looked really good the last tournament. Florida's been on fire, though. 1.43 KD, which is just insane. Now, I do want to bring up, he's a guy that... Um, at times will not be in the most gunfights, right? Sometimes he'll be holding spawns or, you know, playing a position that is not getting a whole lot of kills. But the last tournament, he he absolutely slayed out. So let's now start with the first game here. I got included this in order of the games played. So we have Paris-Dallas is the first game. Again, Paris plus 400 dogs, the biggest underdogs of the slate. Um, I think there's only one guy, once again, that I've interested in, and that's Dens. Uh, coming in at 7.4K. Uh, he, had a, he has a 1.14 overall KD. 
he had a 1 KD last tournament. Paris has really been struggling. They have not been playing good. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for me to get to Luka at 9.4K. That doesn't make any sense. Um, I think it's Dens, and that's it. And, and am I even going to play him at 7.4? Probably not, unless I'm going to game stack in Paris-Dallas. But, yeah, I really don't like a whole lot here. Again, Dens, if, if you made me pick, he'd be the guy I would play. But I still don't think I'm going to go there. Now let's talk about the Dallas side. So, uh, again, the worry is they are the biggest favorites of the day. They have the best chance to sweep. Um, I think that's going to lower the ownership, though. We saw it, a f- what was it, like a month ago when it was FaZe versus Seattle, right? And you had everyone on FaZe low owned. You had Octane, like, 10% owned because everyone thought it was going to 3-0. And it went five games, and that was the game you wanted to stack, right? I think, like, winning lineup had two players in FaZe and then Octane in it. Um, so, really, anything can happen here. Uh, but, yeah, let's let's talk about their players here. So, Clayster at 7-6, Crim6 at 6-4, Hook at 8K, Illy at 7.4, Shotzi's at 9.8K. Um, obviously, Shotzi's the guy I want to bring up here. Uh, I know the price is up there. I think it's interesting that, you know, he he might be avoided, honestly, because they're the biggest favorites of the day. But I don't know if that's necessarily if you should avoid him because he really is the do-it-all guy in this team. He averages the most uh, hard point hill time. He's the guy that plants the bomb in SND. He has the most caps in Dom. Uh, he didn't have the best tournament last week or last, whenever it was a couple weekends ago, a 1.01 KD. But still, this is the guy that uh, has the most upside. I mean, even his overall KD isn't the best, but he can put up huge scores because he's the guy that does all the OBJ work. And when he's slaying, uh, yeah, the upside is enormous with Shotzi. So I like him. I think the ownership will be low on this slate because people will just look at the odds. They'll think it's a good chance at 3-0, which is definitely a risk, right? It's the risk-reward factor. Do you want to take a shot there, or do you want to play maybe a more safe line? I'm okay taking a shot there. Again, I kind of already gave you guys my thoughts. I'm just going to play the best players in the slate and not worry about the 3-0 because I think every game has a chance to, to be a 3-0 sweep. Um, other players I do want to mention, who could 8K, I think looks pretty decent. Uh, he had the best tournament last uh, last time they played, a 1.08 KD. He's a very aggressive player. Again, you can see he has the most overall kills compared to everyone else on his team at 2,057. Everyone else under 2,000. So he's the guy that's in the most gunfights. Um, I do want to mention, though, that the, the new meta is most teams use three ARs. So the submachine gun players might struggle a bit. Who's a submachine gun player? So that does worry me a little bit. Um, Illy coming in at 7.4k. Uh, he's been in relatively decent form. Now, he did only have 0.94 KD that last tournament, but he's a guy that has flash upside. He's a really, really good SD player. Um, don't know if I would get to him, but still just thought I would bring him up. Um, so that's really it there for the first game. Let's move on now to London versus Seattle. So, uh, London minus 300 favorites. Uh, this is the game that's projected to stay the closest. Um, let's talk about the player that, that stands out once again for me. It feels like DraftKings did a very lazy job in their prices. It kind of feels like no one really moved from the last tournament. Like, Wuskin was at 7.8K last tournament. He's at 7.8K again. Don't know why they didn't move him up. Uh, clearly, he's the top guy on this roster. and Clearly, he's a really good play for his price. 1.29 uh, KD overall last tournament. A 1.24 overall for, for the season. Um, yeah, he's the guy that is really just going to slay out. Now, uh, you know, compared to some of the other guys in his team, he's not a guy that's in the most gunfights, right? But still, he's going to have a really good KD most of the time, right? If you look at versus Scraps and Dylan, who have been on this roster the whole year. Watson coming at 1681 overall kills, so they're both at 
over 1700 Doesn't worry me a whole lot, right, when the price is that low and, and the KD most of the time is going to be really good. So I really do like Wuskin. If I was going to play someone else on this team, it would be Scraps. Uh, coming, he had a decent tournament last uh, last time, coming in at 1.04 KD. Uh, 8K, I think that's just you know a direct pivot for GPPs, right? You know Wuskin or Wuskin is going to be popular. He's going to be, in my opinion, very popular uh, for Friday. So if you want a direct pivot, you could look to Scraps, who's going to be probably a tenth of the ownership as Wuskin, but you know still. I wouldn't be super shocked if, Wus if Scraps outperformed Wuskin. So um, that's your pivot there in GPPs if you want to get different. On the Seattle side, again, it's pretty clear who stands out here. It's Octane at 10K. I know that's an expensive price point, but he's just a really good player on a really bad team. Kind of good for DFS, right? Because you know where the production's coming from this team. It's Octane. Uh, he had a 1.14 KD last tournament. That's actually pretty bad for Octane, considering it's a 1.26 overall KD. Um... Yeah, I know the underdogs, that doesn't worry me. I really, really like Octane here. He's a guy that, uh, if this game goes four maps, he can put up a, a huge score. So I do really like Octane, even at 10K. Um, I think he's going to be popular, but it's for good reason. Now, I'm not really interested, honestly, in anyone else in this team. Uh, they were all below... Uh, one KD last tournament. I mean, the prices look okay, but I just think there's better options. So I don't think I would consider anyone else, really. I, I think it's Octane, and that's it for me. On the New York side, so there's some interesting plays here, definitely. When you have cheap price points like Accuracy at 6.8, Attach at 7K, Temp at 7.2, and Zuma at 6.6K, yeah, that looks really, really good. Now, I know they're minus 500 favorites, right? So there's a decent chance they win 3-0. But the one good thing here is the LA Gorillas are a really good, if not the best search and destroy team. That is when underdogs play in a series of that the first SD game or the second game in the, the rotation is the game that they have the best chance to win. And again, the Gorillas are really, really good SD teams. So you know that that makes you feel a little bit better about targeting New York because there's a there's a decent chance the Gorillas can at least win that SD to avoid the 3-0. Um, but first let's start with Mac, right? So Mac melts at 9K. I think for his price, he looks the best out of all those top guys, right? You have Octane at 10, Shotzi is a 9.8, uh, Luca, who I'm not considering a 9.4, Awakening a 9.6, Slasher 9.2. Mac, of those guys, he stands out like the best play, right? And again, there's, there's risk for sure. There's a risk that they win 3-0, but again, my, again, I already talked about my approach here. Uh, I, I'm just going to play the players I think are the best plays. So I really like Mac there at his price. Uh, he's, like Shots, he's is a do-it-all guy. He's going to get in it. He uh, has the most uh, average hill uh, time for hard point. He's the plant guy in SND. He has the most caps in, in, in uh, domination, maybe just behind accuracy. But still, you can tell he is a guy that uh, does a lot of the OBJ work as well as slaying a 1.22 KD. I think he's personally the best player right now in Call of Duty. So Love Mac for his price. Again, he's my favorite of those guys, and you're getting him at a discount, too. So, love Mac Meltz. Um, the other players here in New York, though, look pretty decent. Uh, the the downside of these guys is they're a little bit more balanced besides Mac. Right, Zuma coming in at .99 KD, Temp 1.03, Attach 1.09, Accuracy 1.04. They're all over 1 KD uh, last um, tournament. 
I do want to mention Zuma. Now he does not he has the worst KD, but you can tell he's the guy that he's the most aggressive player on this team, right? If you look at his kills compared to everyone else, to over 2000, everyone else is 1900, 1800. So Zuma's a guy that's going to be in the most gunfights. Um so that that does kind of interest me now again. Uh you know, the submachine gun, the new meta is a slight concern, but you know, New York won last tournament, so I'm not like that doesn't worry me too much. Um yeah, I think Zuma looks interesting. I think you can make an argument for anyone. Now, Attach, again, he has the best KD. So he's probably the guy that's going to get the next most ownership. I like him, too. Um, really, I think you can make an argument for anyone on New York. I think they make for some good value options, really. Accuracy, Attach, Temp, Zuma, all look good for value. So that's, I would be, you know, definitely considering those guys as value options. Them, as well as a guy like Waskin, looks really good for value. So, that's kind of where I'm looking at uh, for value plays. And the LA Gorilla side, uh, they're, again, plus 320 dogs. Not really interested in anyone here unless you want to go a game stack and hope this game goes five games and the other games, you know, blow out. Um, Blastful has been the best. Uh, he was the best last, well, was it? Yeah, Blastful's the best last weekend there, 1.17 KD. Uh, he's got a 1.09 overall KD. 8.4k. It makes it a little bit tricky for me to, to really get excited about him. Uh, again, unless you're trying to game stack because there's just players around us price are for a little bit more that I much prefer. On the Opti Gaming side, right? They're coming in at plus 250 dogs. They have two substitute players coming in. So this is the big question mark here. I think, you know, for GPPs, you could consider a guy like Hollow, a guy like Draza for uh, value. I assume they're going to be pretty cheap. And again, we've seen some of the sub players like Mac like Awakening, be, you know, top players in this league. So I wouldn't necessarily rule those guys out, right? If they're really cheap price points, I wouldn't hate taking a shot. Now, know what you're getting into, right? We have no data on them. They're coming in from the AM League. I don't know anything about these guys. So there's a huge risk. But, uh, like I said, they're really cheap price points. I, I wouldn't hate taking a shot there. So interested to see if DraftKings even updates their price or even gives them a price. Uh, but, again, do not play Dashy. Do not play Chino. They are not on the roster currently. Yeah, you can tell Optic really struggled the last tournament, right? Everyone was below 0.9 KD. Slasher coming in at 9.2, I think it makes for an interesting contrarian option. When he's playing well, he's a guy that does have pretty big upside, right? He's a 1.13 overall KD. This team in general has been really struggling. They're going up against a really hot Florida team. So I can't make an argument there for Slasher for cash, but for a GPP contrarian option, you could look to him as a guy that's going to be low-owned. And if those two sub players are, are better than Dash and Chino and uh, they make Optic better, then yeah, I, I could see Slasher being in the winning lineup in GPPs. But again, it's a very risky play. Kenny and TJ or Cuervo, uh, I don't think I, I don't know. I just, I don't think I would consider anyone outside of Slasher. Again, that's more of just a contrarian option. Lastly, we have Florida, who has uh, won the last two tournaments they've played in. They have been absolutely on fire. Um, so first let's talk about Frosty. I have no interest there. Even at 6k, I just don't want to get to him. Uh, not a guy that's going to do a whole lot slaying department. Um, sure. He's really cheap, but there's better value options in my opinion. Um, the other four guys I think are in play here though. You have Havoc at 8.4, Skies 8.2, Pharaoh 7.8, Awakening 9.6. So uh, let's start with Awakening first, the most expensive player here. He had a 1.24 that last tournament. He's been in really, really good form. Obviously, since been uh, he was the new addition to the roster. Um, I do like Awakening. I think he goes a bit lower owned on this slate because uh, Skies is a guy that I think is going to garner a lot of ownership. A lot at 8.2K. 
And unless you're doing a game stack, you know, I, I would say not a lot of people like playing two players from the same team. So I think for that reason alone, Awakening is going to be lower owned. But he's a, he's up there, right? He's with Shotsies. He's with Octane. Again, Mac, even though I like Mac the most of those guys. Uh, he's up there with guys you got you got to like at the top. Um, now, again, Skies is a guy that I think is going to be very, very popular. One of the most popular, if not the most popular. I mean, I consider him a value play at 8.2K. I guess more mid-range, but he had a 1.43 KD the last tournament. He has a 1.26 overall. Florida's been in great form. So, yeah, Skies really stands out there. But I think, you know, interesting pivots off Skies are right above him with Havoc and right below him with Pharaoh. Um, Havoc's a guy that is a very, very aggressive player. Now, again, we haven't got to see Florida since the new meta, so uh, those submachine gun players like Havoc, uh, like Pharaoh, um, you know, that does, you know, is a slight concern. But um, I think there, there are interesting pivots there in GPPs. So uh, now let's switch back to uh, the DraftKings um site so we can talk about some team options and I think clearly there's one team that stands out here um let's go to the team spot so uh yeah it's the New York Subliners at 1.4k they're the second cheapest team even though they're huge favorites they're against the Gorillas I love New York I think that's the that's the team you play in cash I think that's even the team you play in GBPs um now sure they're going to be high owned if you want to take that in consideration to hope they get upset and you know sink a lot of people's lineups, then yeah, you can go somewhere else. But that's where I'm going, New York. I think they look like the best team for sure uh, for their price. London at 1.6 looks decent too, but I would much prefer, I have more confidence in New York there. Um, Paris all void, Opti Gaming all void. Dallas is at 2K or 2.2. I think they're certainly in play too. Again, they're biggest favorites. Um, it's just, I like New York for $800 less. Um, and then Florida's all, all the way at the top at 2.8. Those would be the three teams I'd consider, New York, Dallas, Florida. Uh, but definitely New York is my favorite team there at 1.4K. And then lastly, again, I'll talk about roster construction. People always ask me, uh, you know, what's your preferred builds for cash, for GPPs? My answer is always, it depends on the slate. Now, again, we have four games where all four have a decent chance to go 3-0. So, say, if three games go 3-0 and one goes all five, then obviously you're going to want a game stack in, in that game that goes all five maps. But if all four games go four or five maps, then you can have a mix and match. So it depends on the slate. Uh, yeah, there's definitely some riskier plays because of the, the good chance of a 3-0. But it really just depends how all the other games work out. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for today's video, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and review would be greatly appreciated. Um, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys all have a good day. I'll be back for another video to break down Saturday's slate for Call of Duty. Uh, so I will see you guys then.